Hello, my friends. It's a scriptkeeper. And the Steve. And this is episode 47 of Scatcast. There's so many Scatcasts. Well, this is the Tuesday Scatcast podcast. I don't understand what's going on. Well, this episode is meant to change that. Oh, crap. A curveball. This episode is like a sample plate, Steve. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, I've got skit scats of many flavors, Steve. They all taste like Zach's shit sandwich. Right. Well, if you've been wanting to introduce people to Scatcast, hopefully this will be the one that you'd want to introduce them to because it's a bunch of minis of the normal stuff. Dumb. Plus, for our scat sacks and scooper troopers, <sighs> those of you that have been with us for a minute, this is your fault. We've got a brand new super size segment today. Can I go home early? It's called Scatcast Storytime Classics, Ugh. where we go back and fuck with old timey stories. Have you no shame? I don't think so. Scatcast 47 Go. So, my name is Zach Flannery, and comedian and host of Time Suck Dan Cummins gave me the nickname Scriptkeeper when I worked and did shit on Time Suck. And I was really proud to be the Scriptkeeper. And when it felt like it was time to start doing Scatcast, I wanted to keep the name Scriptkeeper's Audio Theater, Scat, Scatcast. That's. Dumb. <laughs> yeah, well, this has been almost a year of doing Scatcast, and it's been a dream. Ugh. Quick shout out to all my bosses in the litter box. That's our patreon.com forward slash Scatcast community. You're always selling. It's fun to see it grow. It's lovely to see the people that are in there and, and how they interact with each other. No. And at this point, there's a fuckload of bonus material in there. Yakety yakety. Special shout out to my fat cats. Ugh. These members of the litter box pay $100 a month on Patreon. That's a utility bill. Well, as a reward, they get to be in the post-apocalyptic David Angus show on Thursdays. Yikes. Season 2 begins this Thursday. No, thank you. And you can become a fat cat and just magically appear in post-apocalyptica throughout Season 2, yep. throughout the whole season. We I get it. You're a pig dog capitalist fuck. Yeah, yeah. Thank you to Matthew Prunar, to Jason Clayser, to Sean Burrett, Donald Fisher, our shitbox wizard, and our Hall of Fame Fat Cats, Jose Montez, and Chris Eason. You're encouraging this bad behavior. Listen to them, voiced by me, try and survive zombies on Thursday. And a big thanks to all 175 of my bosses there in the box. Same. We're about as underground as it gets, but it's fucking fun, isn't it? Are you asking me? Goddamn. I need a friend. Info at scatcast.com. Let us know. Thanks. Well, let's get to the show. No, I'll pass. Like I said, we're doing a bunch of shorts. We've got some bookish schmogi, time traveling Jesus, some Santa Claus shit, Ugh. Liam the Monster Hunter, and a Gunner Halifax to go with the bookish schmogi just to kind of make a normal size, nope. you know, Gunner Halifax. Ah! Plus, we're doing a classic story at the end. All right, let's get right to it. This is inside. My mind. Oh, fuck. Here's the voices inside my head. Time for more science. From a credulous Nimrod of a Nudnik. Careful, Steve. Nimrod means different things around these parts. Hail Nimrod. Hail it, Steve. And hail science. Ugh. Now, my dear friends in the white lab coats. Probably atheists. Not necessarily, but most likely. Fucking dirty ass. They hooked up my sciencey brain meat to their machines and sucked out my experience of being behind on emails. Everybody's behind on emails. Well, apparently it causes a lot of anxiety for folk. No. Yeah. We didn't evolve to be that way. Okay. So I guess I'm a fucking mess about it. Here we go. Let's get inside my <laughs> Oh my god, we have a thousand fucking unread emails. Somebody once told us that's bad for us. Yeah, we should clean them out. <laughs> what is it, anxiety? People need us and we're letting them down. Now, most of these are from Pizza Hut. Hungry. Okay, food does sound good, everybody. I can eat five pizzas. Pizza. We should eat pizza. Let's go full fucking heartburn, bitches. Absolutely not. Only me. Hungry. Okay, anxiety. Anxiety's right. Let's get back to the emails. People need us. Now, people understand we're busy. We're important because of podcasts. People think we're great. I just want to watch Thundercats and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And pull the deck out continually. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Now, look, we said we would get back to these emails. We need to get to these emails. I like people. I'm afraid of people. Look, let's just take one at a time and let's just start responding. Oh God <laughs> fucking damn it, anxiety, what? This one's being nice to us. That's good. We're kicking ass. We should let them know how much it means to us that they listen. Yeah, but we don't really know that much about them. Now's a good time to pull the dick out. Call them shit sacks or something. I don't know. Our podcast is about poop jokes. We found our people. We did find our people. <laughs> yeah, we're afraid of people. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. They're more afraid of us than we are of them. We're not a fucking werewolf. What are you talking about, you idiots? We need to kick 
stick ourselves in the dick. Yes. Whatever, Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon guy is right. Wait, that's me? Well, you're the crazy fuck, right? Well, I'm probably one of the crazy fucks, too. Yeah, me and this guy get in lots of trouble. Well, we do need to pull it together. There's lots of voices in our head that are against us. I just want to watch Star Wars. Shit, yeah, let's watch some Star Wars. No, fuck yeah. No, shit, what are we doing? Fuck emails. <laughs> Calm down. Oh, our friends. Star Wars, Star Wars. <laughs> and that, you know, progressed science forward quite a bit, I'm sure. Holy fuck, dude. It's brutal. It's honest. Science don't lie, Steve. Are you sure these guys are scientists? Well, they are extracting my cranial schmiggity nuggets. Uh, dumb. Whatever. Join us some other time for some more sciencey shit. Are you sure these aren't just dudes in white lab coats? You know, the warehouse that we meet at is awful weird. Have you counted your kidneys lately? Oh, shit. You can help us out at patreon.com forward slash cacass. Afford some background checks. I'm gonna go find a mirror. What a grossly undersized dick nozzle he is. I heard that, Steve. Yeah. And sorry to my mama. Inside my mind, I'm a piece of shit. And I'm sorry to my mama. Alright, so that's my dumb brain. Yikes. My mom used to tell me I was cool. Double yikes. But this is a sampler show, so sometimes we do Inside My Mind. It's a shit show. But we like to do lots of different things here. Hate. This next little skit scat short is from our world of Marnia. Dumb. There's Liam from Shirington Shireville. A talking horse, some hobbits. Fucking weird ass wizard. Yeah, and a pigeon that used to be basically the witcher. Yeah, but you call him slayers because you're weird. Right, well they've been on journeys from the Odyssey to... Dork of the Rings. I'd say at this point the entire story arc revolves around the fact that if you don't see any dragons, you can think a pigeon. Ugh. Anyway, this is Liam the Monster Hunter, and it's following along our storyline, but we make these so it shouldn't really matter. Just get to the shit chat. Liam the Monster Hunter, go. Liam the Monster Subjecting yourself to more nonsense, I see. Connoisseur of crapulence, are you? Well, this week's Liam the Monster Hunter short, our heroes are riding around in their cart near the Bloodbat Kingdom. Dearest V, I miss your double D beast. I'm so tired of listening to you write to that poor woman. Keeps my mind off the fact that Marnia's filled with stupid shit. See, we're born into a shit show. Front row seat, bitch, get over it. Now, Velveeta, since the wizard was disbarred. We don't know that for sure. He's been a real cunt. Whatever, you two motherfuckers stole my Smurfs. We disbarred him, we put him back. I don't want to piss on Smurfs that have already been pissed on. Right, we'll take them then. No, seriously. No. Whatever, Velveeta. As you know, we vacationed in a wizard-owned little resort place just north of Hopetown. Fucking only to find out that the wizard's wizard card was declined. Fuck them bureaucrats. Which ended up with us working off our tab in the wizard minds. I mean, my lungs are pretty fucked up, but it felt like good exercise. That's a great attitude to have, asparagus. It's obvious, you twisted shit biscuit. Right, well, I'm on the other side of the continent from you, my dearest Velveeta. And in case this is the first letter that's reached you. Out of 1,500. I'm with that cunty wizard whirling bigger staff. <sighs> There's Barfield, the pigeon of destiny. Oh. Yeah, why are you so quiet? Oh. Well, fuck you too. Oh. Then there's Albus the bard, the wizard's son. I need to get a new loot, father. Then buy a loot, you punk bitch. You control all the money. You're a grown man. And of course, there's the two hobbits, but they're sleeping off their fairy dust yes. hangovers. Princess agents to both of them. And of course, there's my talking horse, Dick. What's going on now? He's just writing to his imaginary girlfriend. God damn it, she's not imaginary. You've met her. It's imaginary that you think she likes you. Ain't shit, whirling. And Dick ain't no talking horse. Now here we fucking go again. Seriously, it never ends with you two. He's part centaur. I'm proud of it. I don't want to go through this again. Then go get a real horse that doesn't talk shit about the established order. Yeah, good ideas don't usually require force, wizard. All right, knock it the fuck off. Uh, Fell feet my boner. Yeah. It yearns to climb upon the mountains that are your boobs. Kill terrible. Now, I don't mean to interrupt you guys, but I smell bat asshole like a lot of them. Man, we're only a few miles from the blood bat kingdom. What the hell are we even doing again? We're going to the Outer Lands. Oh, for fuck's sake, father. That's the only thing I can think of. What the hell are the Outer Lands? Well, grab your Marnia map blanket. All right, can do. Very soft. Oh, yeah, very soft. Now go to the southeastern corner. Is that bottom right? Bottom right for Idgit. Sure. I see 
see the Bloodbat Kingdom? Yes. You see where the map says Marnia in huge letters? Yes. Well, behind those huge letters are the Outer Lands. They're the most untamed part of the map. It also has the rudest of names. Worse than Marnia? Well, the first place we're going to visit is Fuck Off Town. Nice. Father, that's madness. I have no other choice. Are you guys going to fill us in on what the fuck's going on? If I have been disbarred from the Order. Which I'm thinking you have. Well, they're still deducting my dues. Yeah, they'll probably just do that anyway. Whatever. If I have been kicked out. The bats. Then I will have to recover three of the lost 47 runes of Dabushu. Dabushu? They're also known as the Fuck Off Rocks, but we like to call them Dabushu. The Outer Lands have giants. We can handle giants. Dragons. Pigeon of Destiny. <laughs> There's fucking gremlins. Just don't feed them after midnight. Dumb. There's dog and cat people. The dog people love the wizards. The cat people are very indifferent. Plus, there's saber-toothed squirrels. Goddamn. I brought my saber-toothed squirrel repellent. Whatever, there's wendigos. Yeah, we'll want to avoid those. And it just so happens that half the cities are run by centaurs. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, again, thousands and thousands of bats. Well, they're just flying foxes. They're actually kind of cute. Yeah, these are giant murder bats, you dipshit. All right, well, fuck you. Now, so despite really, really wanting to know why the wizard wants to take me all the way down to where centaurs live. No reason. I'm pretty sure we're about to be swarmed by a bunch of giant bats. Okay, that's not good, then. No, they got some pretty angry assholes. Okay. They're all puckered menacingly. Okay. What do you think, son? Wibbity flibbity? I try a combo like a blabbity snabbity dabbity. Perhaps the situation would best be suited by using a ball with a ball, a bang, a bang, diggy? I concur, father. What the fuck is happening to this show? Shorts. And if you would like your own map of Marnia blanket, it is very soft. You can find our merch store at scatcast.com along with a lot of other things. Stupid things. Whatever. Next, Skit Scat Short. Ugh. It's based around the very real idea of lost gospels of Jesus and the lost time period in his life. Oh, here we go, you filthy stinking. I don't know why your God made me this way, Steve. Oh, you filthy. But basically, I thought Jesus would be time traveling because that'd be fun. He's God. He can do whatever he wants. You dirty. So here's a time traveling Jesus with him and his shrimp, I guess. Or maybe NASCAR. I don't remember. You time traveling Jesus. Go. Get this right as Jesus Christ is going to go back in time and fix our plot it's gonna bring back the beat the beat don't stop beating cause it'll bring back the beat the beat don't stop beating cause of Jesus Christ the time traveler the beat the beat don't stop beating cause of Jesus Christ the time traveler the beat the beat don't stop beating cause of time traveling Jesus once again on Time Traveling Jesus Shorts, we find ourselves inside the Gospels of Terry. Satan's planning a war on heaven. God doesn't seem to be paying attention. Zeus is somehow involved, but Jesus just wants to have some fun. This is NASCAR Jesus 2. Jesus to Terry. I'm here, Jesus. I'm running low on fuel. I'm coming in soon. Okay, Toby the Angel's ready for you. I'm ready for you, Jesus. I appreciate you, Toby the Angel. Thank you, Jesus. Car number 16 is trying to cut me off. You are going to feel my wrath, sir. You want me to kill that guy in car 16, Jesus? No, Toby the Angel, that's okay. What's going on, Jesus? Oh, good morning, first mammal. I keep forgetting you're in my pocket. Oh, what are we doing? Well, after having so much fun playing... Well, hold on. After playing with the shrimp yesterday, remember when we played with the shrimp? Yeah, that was a Patreon bonus. Whatever, they know I love shrimp. I love shrimp, too. First mammals always eat my shrimp. I love Shrimp Jesus. I know you do, Toby the Angel. Yep. But to answer your question first, Mammal, I just woke up this morning and said, what the poop? Let's race some NASCAR. Okay, I don't feel good. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Good stop. And while Jesus races around your favorite NASCAR track, you decide, let's see what Jesus' nemesis Satan's up to. You summon me, my lord. Oh, Miss Hazel, there you are. I'm here. I will be right with you. I'm shoving crosses up all the atheist asses. Yes, my lord. This is why you guys should have hedged your bets. Asmodeus. Oh, yes, lord. You go ahead and get started, but save Christopher Hitchens and Carl Sagan for me. Yes, my lord. Miss Hazel. Satan. Let's go for a walk. How were those demon steroids that Todd gave you? I mean, I'm way stronger now. That's good, because Jesus' angels are bad motherfuckers. Right? Yes, lord. And look, Miss Hazel, I know I've been tough on you, <laughs> but it's because I think you demons are weak-ass bitches, and I need you to fix that. Yes, lord. So how are the demon steroids feeling? My hurts too. 
kill his hide. Excellent. Did they shrink your dick down in size? What? Eh? Kind of. Fucking A, use that anger. Yes, my lord. Now, I know you know Todd. Yes, lord. But I've got a demon currently splaying Todd's guts in a torture chamber across the hall, so... Curse. This is a talking goose named Gus. Hello. Okay. Now, he's Todd's protege or some shit. Yeah. He doesn't talk much, but I can still yell his name. Gus! Yep, yep. Okay. All right, Dr. Gus, what do you got for me to help me with these dumb fucking demons? This. Okay, what is it? Finds Jesus. Is it Jesus Finder? Yep. Mm. Well, I like this. Good. I'm glad to hear that, my lord. Well, if I could start! Yes, my lord, I... I thought you were being tortured. I just got back. Well, I hope you learned your lesson. Uh, what do you got for the test results on these demon steroids? Well, as you can see, his hazel's about 20% larger. Hey, not my dick. No, yeah, it shrunk their dicks down. Is that gonna be a problem? I don't think so, lord. Todd! I don't really think so. Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. get my army ready to storm heaven. Yes, after Jesus took third place in some NASCAR race, pick your favorite, he took his crew back to the prehistoric times to look at his shrimp one more time. Boy, oh boy, Jesus loves his shrimp. Let's get it. Jesus, can we please go back to the TT box? I just need a couple more weeks with my shrimp. What's the matter, Jesus? Is it the upcoming war on heaven? Mm. Oh, your inevitable sacrifice to mankind for their sins. It's neither of those things, Terry, but thank you for asking. Write this down. Oh, okay. Yea, and the Lord was sad. Was sad? For in his efforts to create beauty. Create beauty? He created stupidity. Okay, stupidity. Yea, I look unto thine creation and saith, Say it. Me dang it, y'all are dumb. What is it, Jesus? I just miss the simpler times with these shrimp, you know? Okay, I don't don't get your fascination with them. Well, look at this one, for example. Okay, do you need to put it that close to my face? I do. Look at the construction of it. Yeah, those little eyes are looking in my soul. Exactly, there's life there, but check it out. It is built Lord Tough. Okay. And then I also made it delicious. From a certain point of view? Eat the shrimp, Terry. No, thank you. I will curse your line, Terry. You don't want me to eat centipedes, do you? Ew, no. Well, these are just the centipedes of the sea. Actually, they're kind of like cockroaches. What, you want me to eat cockroaches? Ew, no. I don't understand. Write this down, Terry. Oh, boy. Yea, the Lord saith unto Terry his scribe. <laughs> Right. Eat my me dang shrimp. Jesus, get it away from Eat me. Eat the shrimp, Terry. Jesus. Shorts. Not sure if it was easy to tell who the characters were there. Jesus, you probably figured out. I'm sure they got it. Right. Well, I find you guys follow this pretty easy. The mysteries why they would want to. Well, the first rule here at Scatcast is comedy. We do comedy here. Dumb comedy. A reverent comedy, Steve. Poop jokes from a duty head. Right. When we tell stories here, Steve. Badly. Then we dream of making cartoons. Dream on, bitch. Well, we're working on cool shit for 2023. Thank you to you guys. Ugh. Especially the patrons and especially the crew of the fucking ice walls. Yikes. Special collector's edition coming out for that here in 2023 as well. Oh, boy. All right. Next up is the Santa Claus Crime Fighter Show. Love. It had its first short inside the Inside Scooper, which is the Patreon show. Monday's shit show. Whatever, they still got time suck. Duh. This is Santa Claus Crime Fighter, and he's hanging out with Batman. Santa Claus is coming to town to bring the baddies down. Who the fear, the bringer of cheer, cause Santa's making his rounds. All the boys and girls will hear the bells of Santa's sleigh. The Santa Claus is coming to town to make the naughty pay. Can you believe this is a fucking show? The fact that Skycast exists is an abomination to mankind. Anyway, Santa Claus and semi-retired Batman are whipping around Elf Town in the Batmobile. Here we go. How many horsepower does this thing have, Batman? I don't know, a couple thousand. I wonder how many that is in reindeer. No, I have no fucking idea. Oh, careful, Batman, there's elves. Yeah, I see them. Oh, sorry. Why the fuck do you fly around on a sleigh anyway? Oh, I've been doing this a long time, Batman. You should get a jet that's shaped like a reindeer sleigh. No, we're good. Or maybe it can be shaped like your hat. Why does everything you own have to be shaped like a bat? It's branding, bro. My likeness is worth multiple. 
multi billion sub dollars. Oh, really? You ever seen Santa's portfolio? Whatever, I'm just saying you can flash it up a little bit, maybe modernize. Oh, you haven't seen Santa's workshop. Look, I'm just saying Watch I know a guy oh. in the jet propulsion industry. You just don't like the fact that my sleigh runs on magic and love. Yeah, I kind of fucking hate that shit. Oh, Batman. Oh, watch out. Elves. Elves. I see him. Oh, their little cookie cart. Oh. Sorry about that. I'll pay for that. Batman, you know these streets are paved in hard candy. That's why I'm driving so fast. It makes drifting fucking kick ass. Yeah. Slow down. Come on. You want to drive? Well, I don't know. Oh, I can see in your eyes you want to drive. Two minutes later. Right? What is this, a tank engine? No, it's a space shuttle. Like I said, I know a guy. Sorry. That elf is very litigious. Oh, yeah? Have you heard of Bat Shield? No, what's that? It's like legal law insurance, but the card I give you is shaped like a bat. Okay. And all the lawyers I use wear costumes and shit. Batman, are you trying to multi-level market? I mean, if you sign up, you get your own website. It's like having a business. Is everything okay, Batman? I don't really know what to do now that I'm retired. Hold on. I don't really feel like I made a difference, you know? But you do make a difference, Batman. Yeah, well, Joker's still out there. Scarecrow, Sandman. Man, you messed up Robin and Batgirl pretty bad. Yeah, that's true. You have to understand, Batman. Goddamn, this is fast. Right. Much of my life has been dedicated into bribing people to be good. And my life has been dedicated to intimidating people to be good. And that shit just doesn't work, Batman. Why the fuck is that? Hold on. <laughs> you want to know what Santa really thinks, Bruce? I think so. No one knows how we got here and we're all scared to die. Okay. Elf cart. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not scared to die. But you're scared of how you've lived. What? The expectations you set upon yourself. Oh, fuck. This thing have airbags? Oh, boy, does it. Like Santa was saying, your job isn't to change the world. <laughs> it's to experience it. Yeah, but if I have the power to help people, shouldn't I? Bruce, you're just a billionaire that knows karate. I strike fear in the enemies of justice. We were just talking about that. Do you really, Bruce? Whatever. So what are you saying? I wasted my life? No, there's no one on Earth that's ever experienced life like you. Yeah, but I'm a billionaire playboy that punches assholes, and I'm fucking depressed. Well, that's probably just your genes, Bruce. Your moody, moody, naughty genes. Okay. Are you saying I shouldn't have tried to help people? I'm saying you take yourself too serious, Bruce. What do you mean? I mean, you have eye makeup on and you're wearing a bat suit. It's kind of funny when you think about it. Only for a moment until you think about it harder. Look, some baddies killed my parents, and now all the baddies have to pay. Right, and you tried your best. I did. But you were probably wrong to think you could. I guess. Oh, well, now the house of cards you built is crumbling down. You're not making me feel better. Perhaps the problem is you're feeling too much. Fuck you, Santa. What are you fucking talking about? Oh, I have no idea. I'm way over the legal limit of eggnog. Oh, oh fuck, pull over. Now to Santa's stables. I told you I've already seen all this shit. Oh, but have you really? Yes, you introduced me to every fucking thing here. Oh, that's right, but we were in a hurry. Look, I'm just saying, you got the money. Why not get a rocket ship shaped like a Santa hat? That seems cheesy to me, Batman. Nope, it's branding, and it smells like goddamn magic reindeer shit in here. Well, Bruce, that's because magic reindeer shit in here. It's a stable. I mean, gross. Whatever, I've seen the bat guano in the bat cave. Yeah, but it's not where I keep the Batmobile. Whatever, look at her. She's beautiful. Yeah, but it's a sleigh. I mean, is it even bulletproof? It's a magic sleigh, Batman. At least get some bucket seats. Hey, what's this about bucket seats? Oh, you remember one horse? Yeah, that can't be your real name. Hi, okay, Bruce. God damn it, does everyone in the North Pole know Batman's secret identity? Oh, pretty much. All right, you've shown me your sled. Now what? I gotta see the workshop, Batman. Three minutes later. Wow. This is like a elf sweatshop. No! I mean, pretty much. They're all highly paid, highly skilled elves. Yeah, they seem pretty surly. Well, they have been talking about a strike lately. See, they must feel like it's a sweatshop, too. Well, they did agree to be paid in candy canes. Who the fuck would want candy canes? Well, it's legal currency in the North Pole. Wait, can't you make candy canes out of thin air? Yeah, boom, here you go. That one's grape mint. You see how you might be inflating the value of money here? Santa doesn't... what? Santa, you better be careful. You might destroy Christmas. You know what, Batman? Get the fuck out of my house. Santa Claus is coming to town. Gonna beat your ass. Holy shit.
shit. And the hits just keep coming, Steve. Yikes. So next week, there'll be a regular episode. I think it's called The Legend of Jack Frost next week for Santa Claus Crime Fighter. Ugh. But a lot can change from week to week. You can ask our shitbox wizard, Don Fisher. Don's kick-ass. He manages our shitbox, and he does all sorts of promotion in there. It makes cool videos and previews. That's on Facebook. Yeah. And then there's Chris, our Discord dookie slayer. The Brookinator. We've never called him that. I can make up names. Well, Chris is like a turd regulator. He's kind of like, you know, the scoop. What? But he's one of you. He's made of poop, too. What the fuck? Chris Brooks, thank you. We appreciate you, Dookie Slayer. I like him. I do, too. And the third member of our trusted turd triad. Wait, is this the end of the show? No, I'm giving props now. Okay, can I go home early? God damn it, Steve. I'm trying to talk about Bodie. I like Bodie. Bodie is the scat cast quartermaster. He helps with scripts. He produces some shows from time to time. And he's also famous in the Time Suck world for dominating the Time Suck trivia many, many times. He's a smart sack of shit. Right, so special thanks to them. All right, back to the show. God damn it, there's more. There sure is. There's two space shows. Space dumb. You're getting them both today. Fuck my life. They're short, Steve. This is Book of Schmoke. <laughs> Captain's guest diary. Captain, you gotta stop doing captain's logs on my ship. Eh? I don't remember doing a captain's log on your ship. Oh, that's right. Uh, just this time. Stop doing that shit. Eh? All right. Well, fuck you. I'm on board the Veritas. Goddamn, this is a nice ship. With me is Lieutenant Bambi. Bambi. Baby deer guy. Go fuck yourself. And Lieutenant Sideshow is here as well. There's no one to be flying ships. And Lieutenant Probe's got it. Probe is like cheap aftermarket robot. He's got some upgrades. Yeah, Probe's a dick now. Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm going to bring Butkus onto the bridge. Right. And so try not to bring up anything about fleas and ticks, okay? What about tapeworm? Is that all right? Yeah, Wookies are very sensitive about parasites. Right. On an unrelated note, why is my body made of robot parts and why do I have a little baby robot dick? What, why are you asking me? Because I feel like you should know. Yeah, I ordered the part for you, though. Yeah, I'm going to Las Venus soon and I don't want to have a little baby robot dick. Yeah, are you sure you wanted the Jackhammer 7000? I wanted the Jackhammer 9000, but they were out. Fucking yikes. Seriously, who the fuck do you think you're going to use that on? Besides your mom? Yeah, yeah. What did I agree to again? What am I here for, Dr. Schmoge? Hey, Dr. Schmoge wanted to bring you to one of his family's farming planets. Like your family owns a planet? Yeah, just a few little farming planets. Okay. Okay. In the spice planet. Holy shit. In a couple little solar systems. You guys get the feeling Dr. Schmuck is fucking with us? Oh, no, goddamn, no. certainly. Well, I don't trust him. No, no, no. I feel like he erased our memory somehow. Seriously. Yeah. Absolutely. No, 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 no. Here comes Butkus now. I thought I smelled a carpet from a dumpster. Yeah, no, Captain. Oh, you. Hello, big walking dog. Oh, damn. <laughs> what did they say? You know, a lot of mean things about your face, but one nice thing about your ass. Slev does have nice ass. Yikes, Slev, watch your ass. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, literally watch your ass. Oh, blood. Hey, Fluffer says it's time to land. Holy shit, Dr. Schmoggy, that's a huge fucking planet. Holy wow, it's an Earth-like planet. It's gotta be teeming with life. It's kind of like my family's garden planet. God damn it, Dr. Schmoggy, give me a million credits. Hey, hey, no, no, come no, on. Hey. <laughs> Wait, your family owns this whole planet? It's fucking huge. And we for sure flew over cities. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw cities too. No mountains, probably. Regardless, you own a planet with mountains. I keep telling you it's a farming planet that helps feed my people. All right, well, none of this looks like farmland. Seriously, what the fuck are you farming? What is this, dirt farm? Is it a tree farm? I see all those trees. I really don't like it when he laughs like that. What? You know what I'm fucking talking about. No. Will you just tell us what the fuck you're farming out here? Livestock. Don't fuck. You're farming people out here, aren't you? Dr. Schmuggy, are you farming human beings on this? 
this planet? Uh, no. I don't believe you. Hey, I know for sure you're the only humans on this planet, eh? You better not have brought us here to package illegal Jawa meat or some shit. Seriously. Why the fuck am I here? Uh, Dr. Schmokey just wants to share with his friends, eh? Okay, he's never called us his friends before. No, there's definitely something up. What is up, Dr. Schmokey? Uh, look, my species is very complicated, but we are here for a simple reason. Well, fucking spill it. I got a wave that one of my Bill Bognars got away. You're what now? My Bill Bognar. What? Okay, what the fuck is that? God damn it, Dr. Schmokey. Uh, what? They're an important source of meat for my species, eh? Now I know why you didn't tell us why we were coming out here. This is a dangerous thing that's going to kill us, isn't well, it? Well, Lieutenant Bambi, we're a Bill Bognar's favorite fucking food. In the giant sea grubs of Europa. Wait, we're fucking bait again? Yeah. Why am I always bait? I don't know. Hey, look, here it comes. Oh, shit. It's knocking trees down, Dr. Schmogey. Yes, they make a great meal. Wait, you eat that whole thing as a meal? Not this one. This one's a baby. I got to wait till it gets bigger. Like a fucking bigger? Yeah, space is stupid, Lieutenant Bambi. It's Lieutenant Bambi, you cunt. Yeah. Captain, you cunt. Yeah. Hey, take, take, take. I'm captain on this mission since you came from my ship. Eh? Yeah, we're not doing that shit. But this is a book of Schmogey. Yeah, fuck this noise. Captain's guest diary. Hey, stop doing that. Star date. Uh, he keeps trying, doesn't That's it? very sad. Whatever, smartass. It's Lieutenant Sidesat. Yes, Captain. What's his fucking star date? Captain, the star date is 100508.93, Captain. Wait, is that right? Well, it's going to be 0.94 in a few seconds. Fuck, I have no idea how to tell time in space. Yeah, we know. Whatever, get me off the ship and back home to the spade. Oh, can we stay one more day? Slav's oh. quarters are so great. Right. Yeah, whatever. Come on, please, Captain. Hey, Dr. Smoky was going to have Fluffer make Sloppy Joe's. Oh, yeah, well, Sloppy Joe night. Come on, Captain. Yeah, but you have to look at Dr. Smoky while you're eating it. <laughs> that was a dick thing to say, Captain. It does complicate things, though, doesn't it? Yeah, you are so mean to Dr. Schmoggy. Well, you're basically talking hemorrhoids with legs, but I'm also pretty sure you're fucking with us. He's for sure fucking with us. 100%. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that's right. Dr. Schmoggy would never do that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah you would. Yeah, I think yeah, I would. We're on to you. Yeah, no, no, no. And as for you, you giant flea Airbnb. Oh, yeah, no, Captain, why? Oh, shit. My robot's fine. Book of Schmoggy. All right, so that's a spinoff of our show, The Adventures of Gunner Halifax, which is coming up next here. Uh, double space, Tom. Isn't Steve supportive? Eat my robustly bearded beanbag. Right. Well, anyway, The Adventures of Gunner Halifax is based around the worst alien in the universe, and he just so happens to be... Your dumb brain. Well, definitely human. If you want to go back and listen to all the weird-ass Gunner Halifax there are out there, it goes all over the place. I hate it. Right. Well, Gunner's ship is called the Spade. He has his officer crew. There's Dr. Schmogey. Dumb alien. Right. You just heard the spinoff, so I guess we kind of did that backwards. Dumb. Right. Well, I call this Adventures of Gunner Halifax short Ghosts of the Past. Hey. Space some go. Captain's bullshit. Who fucking cares? Star date. Suck my ass. Fucking yikes. Oh, what's the deal? Well, it's good to be back on the spade, but I'm very tempted to fire at the Veritas. Hey, Captain. Fuck, Dr. Schmogey. What? I'm supposed to be on your fucking ship. I was just thinking of blowing your ship out of the sky and killing you. Yes, I overheard that. Right, well, I've got like a robot dick and my face hurts. It's a crazy mystery. Eh? Right, and then you take me to some farming planet that's larger than Earth. It had fucking cities hey, on it. Totally no, did. No, totally uninhabited. Whatever, and then used us as bait. For Bill Bognars, which are fucking huge. Thank you for helping, Dr. Schmogey. I hope you appreciate the credit. Yeah, I do like right. the money. Thank yep. you for the money. I did agree to the money. Yes. Yeah, I like money. Hey, good. Whatever, there's some bullshit going on, and we all know it. I'm sure you'll figure it out. Eh? I'm pretty sure you're behind it. Hey, no, Captain. Mm-hmm. No. They for sure is. We are just pawns in the grand scheme of Dr. Schmoggy's game. Whatever, last I checked, the show is named after me. Oh, fuck, he did the fourth wall thing again. What do I do? Just act natural like touch buttons. Oh, they're fucking looking at me. I can't see you, Slab. It's a podcast. Oh, fuck, no, you broke the fourth wall. That's contagious. We have to be taking commercial breaks. There are no commercial breaks in this episode. That's the David Angus show. What the hell's wrong with you, too? Captain, you broke the fourth wall again, and that makes Lieutenant Sites have uncomfortable. Yeah, fine, shit. You've been nice to Slav. What sort of emotional support animal do you want me to buy you this time? Oh, can I help? Gerbil size, keep it gerbil size. Uh, I will take another space gerbil. Yeah, I'm super afraid to ask what happened to the last three. What? It is hard to get gerbil food in space. Yeah, sure, Slav. Right. Yeah, you're fucking disgusting, bro. Shut the fuck up, computer. I am not sexual what? with the gerbils. No, you smother them to death like Lenny and the rabbits. Fuck you, computer. You pet them and you stroke them. Eat my sweet ass. And you break their little necks with your love. Uh, oh, shit. Anyone else hearing uh, the ghosts from our past? The guest bag is out of Cat River. What the fuck? 
fuck are you talking about, Slift? Computer is back. No, hey, Captain. Okay, well, Boo. Yeah, Boo to you, too. Now, why am I listening to Toasty McToastass? Captain, there's a secret that, you know... Don't say. The computer never left. No. I'm just haunted our ship for a year. I just didn't want to talk to you. And I take it he talked to all of you? Yeah, basically. Yeah, he's been running the ship kind of the whole time. Which explains why it never works. Choke on my D-drive, Captain. Right, well, this definitely explains why every time I'm in the holodeck, George Clooney comes at me with those baseball bats for cocks. It's been my gift to you for many cycles. Right, then you should at least be going halvesy with me on my therapy. You've abused me for a decade. For serious. For shut your Russian face. What? Shut it. A kicking face, Dick. What? What are you saying? I will be kicking you an organ of reproductive. Okay, we kind of took a step back there, Lieutenant Sidesetter. Fuck your face. Right, I'm reading you. Right, vodka talk. Okay. Goddamn, Captain. I can only deal with one thing at a time. Computer. Yes, Captain. Hmm. What can I do for you, Captain? Well, I'm really just kind of wrapping my head around this. That's pretty crazy. Quiet, this is some sort of mutiny and y'all know it. No, no. No, it's like the third or fourth one from you, cunts. Yeah, but maybe six. Yeah. Whatever. Well, it's nice to have you back, computer. What, are you serious? Yeah, I gotta be honest, I missed you. Really? Yeah, I can't tell you how many fucking messages we got. More and more people just, oh, we miss computer. Where's computer? Are you serious? Well, some people have asked for t-shirts. Oh, I'd wear I love computer t-shirts. Oh. Yeah, it's been annoying. I don't appreciate you deviating from my fame. Well, do I get a share in the t-shirt money? Absolutely not. There's overhead, website costs, all that stuff. Well, it's just nice to know that I'm appreciated. And now we don't have to keep this fucking secret anymore. Oh. Uh, you put us in awkward position. Now, how many other crew members know? Everyone. Yeah, even a lot of crew members that are presumed dead at this point knew, yeah. God damn it, that's absolutely mutinous. Whatever. Whatever indeed. Computer. Yes, Captain. Bring Lieutenant Gregerson up on the wave monitor. Yes, Captain. I really did miss that. Right, that's the good shit. Oh, engine room. Yeah, Lieutenant Gregerson. Yeah, Captain D. Yeah, first of all, did you know about the computer being just kind of ghosting around the ship? Oh, for sure, yeah, dude. Right, thanks for telling me. Oh, sorry, bro. Yeah, second thing. Oh. You still holding that space weed? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Is it indica dominant or sativa dominant? I don't fucking know, Captain. Mm. It's hard to get weed in space, dude. Right, right. Well, put me down for, you know, a bunch of it. Oh, okay. And last thing. Yeah, dude. Erase the computer's memory immediately. Oh, hey! I thought we were getting I mean, fucking do it now. Oh, yes, hey, Captain. That's illegal! I'll turn off the life support beam, booty! Run this bullshit grift on my ship, but not on my show. Go down, Captain. Beep is fucking Bordak. Now direct me to the next Gimtar's gas and go. Okay. Papa wants a burrito in a tube. Captain, you have like five crates of those. Yeah, there's something special when it comes from the gas station. That's weird. Is it the rat feces? Right. Fuck you, you're all traitors. Whatever, you would have done the same thing. Oh, for certain. Whatever, Lieutenant. Gregerson. Yeah, Captain, did. We all set? Uh, are we all set on our relationship no, or no. the meat transaction? No. Or, uh... Is a computer reset? Oh, yeah. Good. Computer. Yes, Captain. Prepare four ton torpedoes to fire on Dr. Schmoggy's shitty ass ship. Hey, fuck you, Captain. Eat a dick, Dr. Schmoggy. You're up to something. Hey, Fluffer, put your shields up. Blah, blah. Try and make me Bill Bognar. Hey, you were never in real danger, Captain. Prepare to fire, computer. You got it, Captain. Hey, Captain. What? Look into Dr. Schmoggy's eyes. And what? And smell the gas oh. from my pustule node sacs. Oh, hey, well, uh... oh, he's fucking with our memory again. Oh, this can't be good for us. Uh, and so those are the shorts of our normal shows here on Skakas. Spies. And normally they're a little bit longer. Ugh. And based on both the story for the episode and then a longer story arc kind of thing. You're crap. Gee whiz, Steve. You're really on one today. Well, if this is a sample of our show, then you know. Yeah, you've been really on my ass for a year. Worst podcast ever. Right. Well, those aren't all the themes or series that we have. Yeah, there's even dumber shit. Well, we've done things like ambling through a religious history. Oh, you filthy. And then there's black sheep, black sheep. Raise a hoof if you need to bleed. You got it, Steve. Eat shit, Zach. We've done things like manhunt, where rich people hunt poor people. Terrible. It does great on paper view, though. Yikes. We've also collected quite a few nurse fairy rhymes over the year. Ruined. And we got lots of crap planned for 2023 in the future. No thanks. You're stuck here, Steve. Boo. This is a brand new segment called Scatcast Storytime Classics. I'll get my pillow and the hammer. What? Welcome to Scatcast Storytime Classics. Published in 1902, this is the Ransom of Red Chief by O'Henry. And we apologize in advance. It looked like a good thing, but wait till I tell you. The name's Hank, and this here's Bill. Hey. We were down south in Alabama, me and Bill, yep. when the idea of kidnapping a chitron for money came to us. What the fuck were we thinking? Turns out it was a bad idea, but we wouldn't find out till later. Ugh. Now, there was a town down there as flat as the bulge in old Bill's pants here. Hey, fuck you. And it was called Summit, of course. What are you going after me for? I'm just telling 
the story, Bill. Calm down. Leave my bulge out of it. It's a lack of a bulge. Now on to Summit. Fuck. Now Summit was as peaceful and chill a place as any poor cunt could ever want. Yeah, I don't know about that. Now Bill and me had a joint capital of about six hundred bucks. We're doing pretty good. All we needed was two thousand dollars more to get in on this really good multi-level marketing scheme we found out about in Western Illinois. It's the key to our financial dreams. Fucking a right it is, Bill. No question. Easy money. Just gotta follow the steps. But back to the kidnapping. Getting ahead of myself. Multi-level marketing is exciting. You fucking know it. Well, you know why this kidnapping's gonna work, right, Bill? Because towns like Summit love their children. That's right, Bill. In these semi-rural communities, philoprogenitiveness is very strong. I don't know what that is. Let's just say I'm a genius for picking this town. Okay, Hank. It's big enough to have some rich cunts, but it's too small to have anything more than just some constables chase after us. If you say so. Our spirits were high, yep. so we scouted the town and selected for our victim the only child of a prominent citizen. His name was Ebenezer Dorset. Yeah, I'll be playing Ebenezer Dorset. Right. Well, he was respectable and tight. I'm tight. He was Mr. Mortgage Man, and he foreclosed on many a home. Making that money, bitch. And he was also an upright collection plate passer. Give Jesus your money, bitch. Now, the kid was a boy of ten. Hello. And you know when you see a cute kid, you're like, damn, that's a cute kid. Not this kid. Nope, he looked like a little lump of bad attitude. But he was ten, so Bill and I knew we could take him in a fist fight if it came to it. What? We're both thinking it. I wasn't thinking that. Now, me and Bill figured that Ebenezer would melt down for a ransom of about two thousand bucks. It's his children. But wait till I tell you. Fuck. About two miles from Summit was a little mountain, covered with a dense cedar break. And on the backside of this bitch was a cave. And that's where we camped and put our shit. Bill, I'm telling the story, man. Oh, sorry. One evening after sundown, we drove in a buggy past old Dorset's house. There's the kid. The kid was in the street throwing rocks at a kid. A little punk. Hey, little fuck ass. Bill said to the child. Hey, what do you want? The child retorted. I just wanted to offer you a bag of candy and a nice ride. And that's when the child threw a rock at Bill's face. Oh, God, my friend. God damn, Bill. I'm gonna fucking kill that kid. Now, calm down, Bill. We need the kid alive. Fuck that kid. Think about the money. Multi-level marketing. Oh, okay, what? Well, it's gonna cost that fucking Ebenezer 500 extra bucks. He said as he climbed over the wheel and grabbed the children. Let go of me. And let me tell you, that little shit put up quite a fight. Oh, he need me in the ball. Just hold him. Oh, he's biting my thigh. Oh. That little son of a bitch may have been 10, but he put up a fight like a methed out cinnamon bear. Eventually, the two of us overpowered him and put him at the bottom of the buggy. Dude, I think I need a rabies shot. And we drove away and took him up to the cave. Oh, dude, my balls. Then I drove the buggy back to the little village three miles away where I had hired it. Then I walked back to the mountain. I like to walk. Just think about shit. Anyway, when I got back to the cave, you know, Bill was bitching. Dude, this kid bit the fuck out of me. He said. Look at this. Yeah, put some whiskey on it. I said like a badass with a toothpick in my mouth. Whatever. Now, we had a fire going at the entrance of the cave. And the boy was watching a pot of boiling coffee with two buzzard feathers stuck in his hair. Hey. Certainly not aware of how culturally insensitive that was. This story was written in the 1902 fuck. Now, when I started walking up to him, he pointed a stick at me and he said, Cursed pale face. Watch where you're pointing that stick. I said as he swung it at me. How dare you enter the camp of the great red chief. What the hell are you talking about, you little shitcracker? Oh, uh, we're playing cowboys and Indians. Well, the preferred term is Native American, Bill. I'm sorry. He says he's going to cut my head off at daybreak. Well, you look terrified, Bill. A little fuck bit me. And judging by the look on the kid's face, <laughs> he was having the time of his life. I'm going to wear your head as a hat. He said, pointing to Bill. Fuck, I believe this kid. Yeah, yeah. He gave me the nickname Snake Eye the Spy. I'm going to kill you, too. And he told me I'd be broiled at the stake at the rising of the sun. I'll kill everyone. And then we had supper, and he filled his mouth full of bacon and bread and gravy, and he began to talk shit. He just babbled. His post-supper speech went something like this. This is pretty fun. Yeah. I never camped out before, okay. but I had a possum once. Okay. I was nine last birthday. Yeah. I hate school. Well, I bet they love you. My Aunt Janet has really big boobs. You don't say. Are there werewolves in the woods? Probably. I want some more gravy. There you go. There's a bear shit in the forest. Oh, yeah. Do the trees moving make the wind blow? Sure. My dad has a lot of money. We know. How come your face is so ugly, Bill? Oh, fuck you, kid. Are the stars hot? I don't fucking know. I whooped Ed Walker's ass twice. Hey, shut up. But I don't like girls. You're ten. You have to use string to catch a toad. What the fuck are you talking about? Do donkeys make noise? Of course they make noise. Why are oranges round? Hank, I'm gonna shoot this kid. Hey, Miss Murray has six toes. Hank. Just relax, Bill. I said badassedly, moving the toothpick in my mouth from one side to the other. A parrot can talk, but a monkey or a fish can't. Okay. How many does it take to make twelve? I'm gonna put twelve bullets in 
this kid? And so the night went. And every few minutes, he would poke or bite at Bill. Oh, he bit my neck! Bill had been terrorized by this chitron from the start. This was a bad idea. So me being the sensible one. Not even close. I says to the kid, hey, kid. Hey, what? He stopped biting Bill for a moment. You're next, Hank. Yeah, yeah, kid, shut up. I said doing cool shit with my toothpick. Hey. Now I had his attention and I asked him, would you like to go home? Oh, no, what for? He said changing from a monster to a chitron. I don't have any fun at home. I hate school. But he drew blood, look. Well, if you don't behave, I'm going to have to take you home. Oh, you won't take me back home again, will you, Snake Eye? Not right away, said I. Oh, good. I've never had so much fun. So I told him we'd stay in the cave a while. And we made a bed for him and we went to bed around 11 o'clock. Now, we didn't sleep well that night, but it wasn't because we were afraid he'd run away. He actually kept stabbing old Bill in the eye with a stick. Oh, my eye! <laughs> he terrorized Bill awful good. But he seemed to leave me alone, so I fell into a troubled sleep. And I dreamed that I'd been kidnapped and chained to a tree by a ferocious pirate that looked like this little shit. I'm going to broil you. And just at daybreak, I was awakened by a series of awful screams from Bill. No! What the fuck, Bill? What is it? When I arose to see what was the matter, the Chitron was following through with his promise. I'm going to fuck you up. The Chitron was sitting on Bill's chest. He's got me pinned. He had one hand twined in Bill's hair, hey. and in the other, he had a big-ass fucking knife. Hey. But like a badass, I took that knife right away from that little Chitron because he's ten. Ah. Whatever, he got the drop on me. He's ten, Bill. <laughs> and just like that, I watched Bill's spirit break like a tiny glass keepsake. Life is meaningless. He lay down on his side of the bed, but he never closed an eye again in sleep as long as that boy was with us. Now, I dozed off for a while because I'm a tough guy. But along towards sunup, I remembered that that little Chitron said he was going to burn me at the stake of the rising of the sun. But I wasn't nervous or afraid, and I sat up and lit my pipe and leaned against a rock. What is it? Why are you up? Bill asked, trembling. I just got a pain in my shoulder, man. Just thought I'd sit up and rest. Oh, you're a liar. Bill said, sitting up straight. You're afraid like me. Nah, man, I said, putting in a toothpick. You was to be burned at sunrise, and you were afraid he'd do it. Nah, man, nah, I said, kick-acidly. That little fucker would, too, if he could find a match. But I had all the matches. Dude. Bill leaned into me, grabbing my shoulder and looking at me seriously. Who the fuck would pay money to have this kid back? Parents love their chitrons. Not this one. And so I reasoned with him. Dude, it's rotten little punks like this that parents spoil the very most, man. No way. How do you think it got this way? I think he was born evil. Oh, come on. Maybe he's possessed by a demon. No, man, let's stick to the plan. Now, you and the kid, you go cook some breakfast, and I'm gonna go to the top of the mountain. You're just gonna go for a walk and leave me here? I'm gonna do some reconnaissance, man. Calm down. Don't be very long. So I went for a walk, just thought about shit, and I went up to the peak of the little mountain and ran my eye over the vicinity. Now, I half expected to see a mob of people ready to go find this chitron. You'd think the whole village would be out for a missing lamb. But all I could see in the whole town was just some guy up early shoveling donkey shit. Nobody was dragging the creek. No couriers dashed hither and yon. Nobody was comforting the parents in any way. And I thought to myself, maybe these cunts just haven't realized that the apple of their eye has been borne away. And so I went down the mountain to breakfast. And just in the nick of time, too. Because when I got to the cave, I found Bill backed up against the side of it. <laughs> he was breathing hard, and the boy was threatening to smash his face with a rock half as big as a coconut. Let me fix your face. <laughs> you look distressed, man. He put a red-hot boiled potato down my back. Ouch, I said. Then he smashed it with his foot. So I boxed his ears, Hank. Now keep your head, Bill. Give me your gun, Hank. And so I calmed Bill down and took the rock away from the boy. I'm going to fuck you up, Bill. Uh, you will pay for striking me. And we both had a little shiver go down our spines. He means it, Hank. Maybe where my rat? <laughs> and so after breakfast, we realized we had never disarmed a kid. Wait, what? For in his back pocket was a slingshot. Oh, fuck. But the little chitron went off into the woods. Oh, I don't know what he's up to. Do you think he'll run away? I have no fear of him running away, I said. I hope he runs away. Bill said under his breath. I'll scream it from the top of the mountain. Yeah, yeah, Bill. We're in the middle of a kid. And let's talk about it. All right. And I told him that the town of Summit didn't seem too worried that they were missing a chitron. I told you this kid's a menace. It's still early, I said. Yeah, the parade will be later. I just don't think they've realized he's gone. We'll see. It doesn't matter. Tonight we must get his father the message demanding $2,000 for his return. That sounds like a lot. And just then we heard a noise from outside the cave. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and in an instant, a stone the size of an egg had whirled past my face, which I doubt because I'm a badass. Oh! <laughs> 
and struck Bill right in his ear because he's less of a badass. Fuck you. And staggering all about the cave, he fell into the fire across the frying pan of hot water for washing the dishes. And I spent the next half hour putting cold water on his head. And after a while, Bill sits up and feels behind his ear and says, Do you know who my favorite biblical character is? Take it easy, Bill. We're almost through this. It's King Harad. That's a joke about killing children. Yeah. No, Bill was extra terrified. You're not going to go away and leave me here alone again, are you? Nah, said I. Oh, good. And I went out and I caught that boy and I shook him hard. I shook him so hard his freckles rattled. Look here, you little shit. You behave or I'm going to take you home. I was only funning. I didn't mean to hurt the son of a bitch. Yes, you did. No, no. I have like 30 injuries. Why did you hit me? Because of all my injuries. And once again, I was a peacemaker badass. Look here, you little shit. Yeah. You'd be nice to Bill today because he's your playmate. No. Bill, you gotta pull it together, man. You said you wouldn't leave me. Bill, we're kind of in the middle of some business here, right, bud? Yeah, but... Uh, and he whinged like a little bitch. Fuck you. And I said to the children, now you come in here and make nice with Bill. And say you're sorry for poking him in the eye and burning him. The slingshot thing. Or I'm taking you home at once. I'm sorry, I'll be good. And then I made him and Bill shake hands and all was good. No, it was not. And so I took Bill aside and told him I was going to a little town called Popular Cove. He's gonna kill me. It's only about three miles away. I'll find out what I can about the the kidnapper. Why don't you watch the kid and I'll go find out. Bill, you know that's ridiculous. What do you mean? Why? And I made up some shit about him being better with chitrin than me. No. Then I changed the subject to writing the ransom letter. You know, Hank. What's that, Bill? I've stood by you without batting an eye in earthquakes, yeah. fire, mm -hmm. and flood, right. and poker games, oh, dynamite outrages, right. police raids, yeah. train robberies, and cyclones. We've had some fun, haven't we, Bill? I never lost my shit once until we kidnapped this little fuck. Come on, Bill, you got this. Ugh. You won't leave me long with them, will you, Hank? I'll be back sometime this afternoon. That's gonna be hours. Bill, time is money. Ugh. Now let's write the ransom letter to Richie Rich Guy. All right. Now Bill and I started working on the letter. Dude, you gotta lower the price from 2000 What are you talking about, I Dude, make it $1,500. What are you talking about? That guy's rich. Yeah, but the kid's a con. Parents love their kids, man. There's no way any sensible person would give up $2,000 for that 40-pound chunk of freckled shit. I tried calming him down. I'm willing to take a chance on $1,500. You can charge me the difference. Bill, where the fuck are you going to get an extra 500 bucks? I will figure it out. And because of the serious look in his eye and the snot bubble, I acquiesced and we wrote the letter this way. Dearest Ebenezer Dorset Esquire, your boobs. What? Now, scratch that last part. Yeah. We have your boy concealed in a place far from Summit. Okay. It is useless for you or the most skillful detectives to attempt to find him. I mean, we're just on the mountain in the cave. Shut up, Bill. Absolutely the only terms on which you can have him restored to you are these. Hold on. Restored? We demand $1,500 in large bills for his return. The money to be left at midnight tonight at the same spot and in the same box as your reply. If you agree to these terms, send your answer in writing by a solitary messenger tonight at half past eight o'clock. And there's a whole bunch of details. Doesn't matter. This is pretty wily coyote. It's gonna work, I said. And then I threatened to kill the children at the end. Sorry. Two desperate men. I don't know about that last part. It comes across a little desperate. Whatever. So I put the letter in my pocket, and as I was about to leave... Hey, Snake Eye. The little shit said to me. While you're gone, can I play Black Scout? Yeah, I don't know what that is. I'm a scout, and I ride my horse to the stockade. And he went on and on. Uh, and Bill got more and more uneasy. I don't wanna. And I just said, sure, why not? No, no. Yay. Sounds harmless. You guys have fun. All right, well, how do I play the game, kid? Hey, you're the horse, bitch. Wait, what? Get on your hands and knees. Wait, why? How can I ride to the stockade without the horse? All right, you guys have fun. Hurry. I'll be quick, Bill. Get on the horse. Fuck. And I watched him concede. He had the look in his eye of one who dropped their cell phone into a porta potty. Giddy up, horse, to the stockade. The kid said as he jumped on Bill's back. How far is it to the stockade? 90 miles. Uh. Now get the fuck up. And the kid dug his heels right into Bill's side. Giddy up, bitch. Hurry up, Hank. You guys have fun now. Maybe we should make it a thousand. And so I walked over to Popular Cove. And I milled about the town listening to what I could hear about the kidnapping. Elder 
Ebenezer Dorset's boy is missing. Yeah, I fucking hate that kid. Said one chaw bacon to another. We're chaw bacons? I guess so. I mean, you're dumb cunts. Hey, fuck you. Yeah. But I'd heard all I needed to hear. I dropped off my litter at the post office, and I made my way back to the cave. Now, when I got back to the cave, Bill and the boy were not to be found. Now, I looked around, and I even risked shouting a bit. Are you fucking assholes in here? And so after a while, I just lit up my pipe, sat down, and waited to see what the fuck was going to happen. It crossed my mind that the kid may have had Bill ride the whole 90 miles. But after about a half hour, I heard the bushes rustle, and Bill stumbled out into the little glade in front of the cave. Behind him was the kid stepping softly like a scout. He had a huge shit-eating grin on his face. And when Bill saw me, he stopped and he took off his hat and wiped his face with his red handkerchief. Oh my god. And the kid stopped about eight feet behind him. Hank, Bill said to me, I bet you're gonna think I'm a piece of shit, but I couldn't help it. I stood there silent. I'm a grown man, I'm not a horse, and I'm no one's punching bag. I just shifted my toothpick in my mouth. The boy is gone. I squinted my eyes all Clint Eastwoodly. It's over, Hank. I sent him home. The look on the boy's face was one of pure evil. <laughs> I'd rather suffer death, Hank, than deal with the tortures that I've been through. My toothpick bounced from side to side. I tried to be faithful to our articles of depredation, but there comes a limit. Another toothpick shift. And it's been crossed, Hank. He said with spit coming out his face. I was rude. He wins. For fucking hours. Toothpick to the right. He gave me no rest. Toothpick to the left. And when the game was over, he gave me oats. Well, that sounds nice. I said removing the toothpick and then putting it back in. It was dirt, Hank. He force-fed me dirt. All right. Then I had to explain to him why there's nothing in holes. Right. And now I Road can run both ways. That's pretty obvious. And what makes the grass green? Probably Jesus. I couldn't take it anymore, Hank. I grabbed him by the scruff of the neck and I dragged him down the mountain. Sorry to hear that, Bill. He bit me so many times. Look like you've been mauled by a cougar. Does it matter that my thumb is nearly severed? He's gone. Gone home. I showed him the road. And Bill went off. And when he finally calmed down, he said to me, Look, I'm sorry we lost the ransom. He bemoaned. It was either that or I lose my mind and it's sorry to my mama. Bill referenced. But as he spouted, he started to get more and more comfortable and calm. Oh. In his mind, the boy was gone and peace was possible again. Oh. I looked at my oldest friend and I said to him, Bill? Yeah, Hank. There isn't any heart disease in your family, is there? No, nothing chronic, but a surprising amount of my family have been eaten by bears. Alright, then you might want to turn around. What? His eyes lit up. No, no. Have a look behind you, bud. I said, pointing. I timed a toothpick shift just for effect. No. Bill turns and sees the boy and turns white as seagull shit in a snowstorm. He falls to the ground and starts picking at grass and little sticks. There was no talking to him. Another horse. For about an hour, I was afraid for his mind. Another horse. But eventually, he came around. Hank. What is it, Bill? I'd like to get this over soon, please. And I told him that my scheme was to put the whole job through immediately. In 24 hours, we'd be the fuck out of here. Oh and we're ready to invest that money directly into a multi-level marketing program as we had just discussed. Easy money. Oh, it's quite good. Can you taste it? All I taste is my own blood. And old Bill was looking pretty dilapidated at this point. I've been pissing blood for six hours. I almost didn't have the heart to tell him that I needed him to keep the kid occupied for more time. Well, how much more time? I gotta go collect the ransom, I said. How much fucking time? He said, grabbing me by the collar and pulling me an inch from his face. How long are you talking? Just an hour or two, man. This hasn't been good for my warm fuzzies, Hank. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> he loosened his grip and he started to kind of pat down my shirt, getting a wrinkles out. I've never hated anything so much. Just two more hours, Bill. Okay. And I turned to the chitron and I asked him, Are you being nasty, Bill? Oh, yes, I promise. He said, holding a wooden spike he had fashioned somehow. Wait, what the fuck are you doing with that? Bill asked the little crotch goblin. I want to play Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Hank, you can't leave me here. And we went down that rabbit hole for 20 minutes before I convinced him that he had to stay. I hate you, Hank. Think about the money, Bill. But to be honest, I think he was thinking about how much his bowels hurt. And my thumb. Right. And my neck. Sure. And my chains and my face. And Bill went on and on. Now, my plan wasn't as wily coyote as some might think. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. But I was hiding up in a tree when a courier came to do the thing that I told him to do. And I did all the things. And I waited a couple hours before I picked up what the courier had left us. When I got back to the cave, I untied Bill, disarmed a chitron, and took Bill's shoes out of the fire. I hate this kid. But I'm just funning. It didn't matter. We had the note. I grabbed a lantern and Bill limped over to me to read the note with me. We should have asked for a thousand. The sum of the letter was this. Dear two desperate men, gentlemen, I received your letter today by post. In regard to the ransom you ask for the return of my son, let me first just say I think you're a little high in your demands. Oh, fuck. I told you. Whatever. Keep reading. I hereby make you a counter proposition. 
it's been a few days. I'm pretty sure you'll accept it at this point. Kill me. You bring my little Johnny home and pay me $250 in cash, and I'll agree to take him off your hands. But you better come at night, for the neighbors believe he's lost, and I couldn't be responsible for what they might do to you if they see you bringing him back. Or you could just keep the kid. I don't care. Very respectfully, Ebenezer Dorset. Fuck me in the ear with the shoe! Bill said a bit put off by the letter, but there was something in his eyes that told me that something was good about this letter. Dude, we got 250 bucks. Let's do it. This is a fucking deal, dude. This is a deal. His face turned to desperation, and although I hadn't had my thumb nearly bitten off, nor did I have the multiple burns, the kicks in the nuts, or the probable broken bones, oh. but I was also sick of this little shit, so I was like, fine. Oh, thank God. Let's go now. So we took him home that night. Of course, the boy put up quite a fight, and one of Bill's testicles was smashed like a bean oh. under a boot. But at about the time that we were supposed to collect some money, $1,500. I was putting $250 in that old rich-ass son of a bitch's hand. Yeah, I'm really not that old. That's quite the chitron you got there. Yeah, he takes after his mom. What, was she a grizzly bear? No, she's just German. Now, when that little chitron figured out we were going to leave him once and for all, he freaked the fuck out. <laughs> and he fastened himself as tight as a leech onto Bill's leg. And it just big no, chunks no. out. His father and I had to peel him off my friend's leg like porous plaster. God damn. How long can you how long can you hold him? I've got him for about ten minutes, but that's all I can give you. That's all I need, says Bill. In ten minutes I'll be in Canada. And I gotta say, as dark as it was, and as big boned as Bill was, and as much of a badass as I was, he was a good mile and a half out of summit before I could even catch up with him. So Bill and I had to come up with some other weird scheme to become a multi-level marketing investor, and eventually we did. And we lost all our money. And broken destitute, he and I were both killed in a drunken poker brawl. The end. I can't believe you listened all the way to the end of this Scottcast Storytime Classic. I wouldn't have. Once again, this is The Ransom of Red Chief by L. Henry's, published in 1902. Until it's time to ruin another story, bye-bye. All right, biggest of thanks to Mrs. Scriptkeeper. We do two shows a week with her, including Wednesday's The Dipshit Files, where she just crushes it. She is a badass. I'm thankful to be around her. Get a room. I thanked our trusted turd triad earlier. You can thank them for the work they do by joining them. You can find all three of them in the shit box. That's Facebook. That's S-H Kitty Butthole T-B-O-X. Yikes. There's probably a the in there. Ugh. You can also find links to our Scott cast discord you'll find all three of them in there often i also want to thank my two co-hosts from the just a ride podcast every friday you guys are dorks jeff getchell shaden hunchman i appreciate you guys get a room we have a blast every friday just a ride you can come ride with us no thanks we just started a patreon just for the just a ride podcast we can do some interesting stuff there nope we're having a blast join our weekly conversation i have to be there i push the buttons oh so you say also a shout out to the godhead on facebook and in the hearts of minds of us all what and to the garbage disposal a lovely place facebook it's a great place for excellent people together what facebook no the places i'm talking about on Facebook. Okay. And a shout out to all the groups that have formed that are kind of doing all sorts of email groups and messenger stuff. Why do you want this? I'm compelled, Steve, and goddammit, I'm appreciative of all of you that are smearing this cat. Gross. Hope you enjoyed it. As always, we'll talk at you in the future. It'll seem like a shit it'll, show. It'll seem like the present, Steve. Now you're gonna fuck it up. This was supposed to be a sample show. I don't give a fuck! Bing bong! <laughs>